0: Hey, this is Teddy, and you are listening to the Horror
1: Squad Podcast.
2: to the horse pod podcast episode number 262 tonight we're talking about night of something strange i'm when you're your co-host we have todd we have steve we have joe boys
1: how are we hello everyone
0: i'm doing good uh, joe's doing a little like finger things which yes, translates very Jeff's well on podcasts <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing good i'm doing good you yeah, know just uh Going through that fucking winter, you know, January is a brutal month, because there's like no holiday to really look forward to anymore, so it's just cold and boring, and I can't wait to get out of this shit and go back into spring and winter, uh, spring and summer, sorry, because it sucks, but in good spirits, so that's all it that counts against, right?
2: Give me the cold, give me the snow, baby, let's get it. Joe, yeah. can you attest to this?
1: to a degree i suppose it gets it, came it gets old to you
2: for an ally and you fucked me over like that okay
1: it gets old after a while sam loves the the winter and the snow so she's with you on that you guys are like spirit animals for sure when it comes to that well just in general actually it's
2: i think she true. met the, i
1: think she met the wrong guy but uh, you
2: know i was going to say it but you you said it so <laughs> it, it's not that
1: the cold or the
0: snow it's the fucking driving man if it, if i didn't have yeah. to drive anywhere I'd be totally fine with it, but the second you put those wheels on that ice and that snow and the bad drivers and people who don't know how to drive in snow, it's just it's a recipe for disaster. I agree.
1: Well, you lived in California, Todd. Like, did like like what's the difference? I guess like you prefer this the cold over like it being because the winters aren't that bad, right? They're like seventies, right? The winter winter.
2: there's no such thing as winter in California. It'll snow. I you know lived there for twenty. 22 years or something like that, and um, I had snow maybe twice ever, and it was like a little patch, you know, everyone fucking freaked out, went to the fucking hills and started throwing little snowballs that were like half mixed with rocks and things like that, but no, I'm, I'm not a California guy. I know, Steve, you saw Palm Springs, which is a resort town. Don't think that's real California. No, it's too fucking, I hate being hot, dude, like, period, like, ugh, and then to have a winter where it's like 70, 80, like just like in freaking Texas, it's like this is not winter. I need snow. I need cold. I need my nips to get hard when I walk outside. I don't want to do yard work year round because the, the yard, you know, goes dormant in the winter. So no. Give me the cold. I'll take it any day over the heat.
1: All right. Well, I don't want to wait until news next week. So I'm sure you guys both watched it. Scream trailer, the big uh, we did the teaser trailer a few weeks ago, but the they released the full trailer. Let's hear your thoughts.
0: It looks good, I think. You know, it looks different, which is something I'm really digging. It has the obsessed fan kind of thing that uh, was a jigsaw did, uh, which I really liked. I, I like that whole concept. Now, where they got all that stuff, questionable. I-, I saw a breakdown video of all the stuff in that room, and I don't know, some of that seems far fetched to have <laughs> acquired. But anyway, it looks good. You know, I'm definitely going in with lower expectations than I did for the last time because I'm very disappointed with uh are we calling it Scream 5 now is, is this the thing like is Scream 4 Scream and now Scream 6 did we just fucking call it Scream 5 it's it's ridiculous this this that's title just... shit but anyway so yeah so Scream 6 yeah I'll, I'll go see it I mean obviously it's Scream right I that's just the way I am but it looks good so far
2: Yeah, we're all going to see it, long story short. But man, I was really into the trailer, dude. Like, Ghostface walking in the convenience store and just blasting dudes with shotguns. I'm like, dang. And then the whole subway sequence, like, has the ability or whatever, or the chance to be, like, a fucking cool-ass scene. Like, with all, you know, lights going out and all that stuff, and everyone's uh, partying on Halloween. I'm into it. But then again, I'm I'm still apprehensive because the last screen I thought was just, you know, missed the mark you got to kill off a lot of these characters. There's no reason to have all these characters survived, you know, especially from the last one. You got the twins, you got these random people. It's like, no, kill some of them off, please. And also, kill Gail. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, I'm actually more excited for this one. And shockingly, it's because Nev Campbell isn't in it. I think the last movie suffered greatly because they tried to force those legacy characters into the movie. And like, it was just, didn't really work all that well whereas now they can just focus on these new characters and try to harbor in the new generation of scream and i'm hoping it's for the better and i think the change to new york city should make things a little more interesting and more fun and you brought bringing in a lot of uh good cast you bring in tomorrow weaving and you're bringing in um i mean i know kirby's back i don't really care so much about that but you're also bringing in um I know the kid from Servant. I don't know his the actor's name, but he's like a really good actor on Servant, which new season just came out. So I'll talk about it on what watched, I guess. Um, But I I, th- I like the new cast they're bringing in, the new kids hit or miss, but I, I think the trailer looked good, so we'll see. I think it is going to be better than the last one, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I guess we will see. Uh, one question for you guys about Scream that I was thinking about: Do you think the movie? is kind of stuck in a box where they have to have a secret killer every single movie or do you think it could work if they revealed the killer in the first like 15 minutes and just did it differently like i was thinking for example joker right The like the new joker that came out with joaquin phoenix like you know he's joker you're you're following this character but that didn't make him any less freaky And there are scenes like on the subway, ironically, in Joker, where a ton of people are wearing like Joker masks and he blends in into them where you can have a totally like different dynamic of a bunch of people as Ghostface, Uh, you know, like kind of people who are also obsessed with that character, but you have one main killer and he, he or she, I guess, blends in to the crowd because I feel that because they're always having to do that, Kind of, you know, secret reveal. It kind of hurts it a little bit because that's all people think about is who's Ghostface, and it'd be nice for once to just do this is Ghostface, and maybe you know, put put a twist at the end where there's another one or whatever the case may be. But at least present it differently.
1: Yeah, well, I think Joker works because it's Joker. So like, you know, you know, you know, whereas I don't know, I'm trying to think of like a horror movie that's worked where they've revealed the killer like super early Jason, like in Michael. a slasher. Yeah. No, but I'm t- like, I, I guess, but that's just not screams like thing. So I, I don't know. I, I just don't think it would work for scream. You know, I think,
2: I think it might work. And the reason why is because I think it's kind of like beating a dead horse, you know, like last movie, a, a big aspect of why I didn't like it was That particular scene with um, uh, Randy's sister, and they bring every cast member to the house, and like, the killer could be one of us in this very room. And it just gets, like, really corny after a while. Like, yeah, it's the same recipe, and I I think it could definitely work. I don't think they could go that route with this one, but maybe if they want to spice it up in the future, I think that'd be a possibility. But do you guys think, like, the killer has to be Samara Weaving, because she's got that, like, crazy look already? So What do you think?
0: The theory is uh, she'll either be the killer or the first one killed. And I'm not sure which of the two would be, you know, better. Um, a lot of people think Kirby will, will be the killer. We'll
1: no. And no stu- that'd be stupid. stupid? No, stu, uh, stu confirmed dead. The, the, yeah. the, uh, they I mean, came far, out and I said that. Dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I didn't even see that part where they confirmed that... Uh...
1: Uh, I think Kevin Williamson in a interview recently confirmed yeah. that he was dead, but that don't mean shit, like Steve no, said. No, it doesn't mean a fucking thing. But I think Stu, no, don't bring Stu back. I mean, we brought back Ghost Billy, and I'm sure I... he'll be back, in I'm sure he'll be back in Scream Six too. You, you want Stu to come back? You're I okay want Stu to you? come okay back.
2: But I want it to be in a smart, realistic way where they literally okay. go talk to him in prison. And he's all fucked up, you know, because he got his head smashed into the TV. If they're going to bring him back, bring him back in a realistic manner where like Gail's doing like an investigative piece or something and goes to, goes you know, the, the original ghost face killer and, you know, talks to him. I think that'd be sick, but don't have him out of prison, run around or anything like that
0: running yeah, around setting up Scream 7 with Nev Campbell.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, they would know if he survived people would know, right? Like you can't really like I don't know, like maybe not. I guess yeah, you they go nev- like, they never talked about it, it though, in the
2: film though, you know. It was they, ne- they never talked about the killers when they were dead either, right? Except for probably Billy.
1: Yeah. I mean, Nev said that he was dead, but so, I mean, oh, you know. She did say that. But then, yeah. you know, she might but mistaken. hey,
2: it's canon. <laughs> he was in part two at the party. He
1: so, was. Let's mm-hmm. do it. All right, Stu, coming back. Yeah, confirmed I want. The they, I, I, I just want to see a MythBusters where they throw a TV on someone's head to see if you could survive that or not.
2: I you totally could. You think so? Yeah, I mean CRTs. Are TVs heavy, are pretty
1: fucking heavy.
2: It didn't fall from fucking ten feet. It fell from like a foot and a half off of.
1: Well, he insane. also got electrocuted too.
2: So do you probably work every day, fucking putting light bulbs in? There. <laughs> so you're you're fine.
1: Yeah, I don't even know <laughs> if you could get electrocuted like that either, because like I don't even know like what he what would be conductive. Like, eh, I guess he was wearing a chain or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't All right, we'll do. Moving experiment. on.
0: <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's move on to questions here, so you can ask us those questions on social media at the horse Quad podcast. Or, of course, on our Discord. Speaking of which, we have our movie night on the day this episode releases, which is on the Friday. And we will be watching, hopefully, if it works. It seemed to work, but just I never want to promise anymore. The Greasy Strangler, which is a hell of a movie, actually reminds me a little bit of the one we're watching tonight, Night of Something Strange. And actually, it's because of these movie clubs that I discovered this movie, Night of Something Strange. And then made these two guys watch it because I thought it was fun. It could be a fun one to discuss. So let's get into the questions. Uh, The first one are audio questions from our boy, Chuck. Chuck, what is your first question? Hey, Horror Squad. Chuck here with a few questions. What is your favorite way a movie has created zombies? Like a virus, chemicals, etc.
2: Oh, Return of the Living Dead, man. Trioxin? Like they uh, burn the body and then it goes up in the sky and then it rains and it brings it back down to the cemetery. It's fucking awesome sequence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty perfect. I love that. Yeah. That probably is the best way. I mean, I love, I love 28 days later, but that's a pretty basic way to bring zombies into it. So yeah, I think Todd's right. There's
0: also controversy about 28 days later with like how much of the blood do you need to actually get infected? And
2: just one drop, man. The dad got one drop in his eye. Mm
0: hmm. Yeah, i guess
2: that's why they didn't do the alternate ending which i'm sure you've seen steve where jim does a blood transfusion right 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 yeah that's (laughs) That's (laughs) like that doesn't make make any sense
0: exactly you know as simple as it is i always liked the way it was done in the walking dead where everyone is already infected so it didn't matter how you died you still uh, get resurrected which made just the threat always there you know it wasn't just getting bit it was you had to basically die and not get your head smashed in and you will come back as a zombie. And it made for very interesting scenes. So I always liked that way of uh, the zombie apocalypse happening, I guess. But on the flip side, I also like not getting an explanation as to what happened. You know, they don't explain a night of living dead. They don't explain uh, dawn of the dead and it's totally fine. You don't need to have, you know, just accept zombies are out. You're fighting them. That's just the way it is. Uh, Chuck, what is your second question? If you could create a new type of zombie, what would it be like?
1: I feel like everything's been done at this point. <laughs> you know, I when I mean, we get we get sex crazed zombies, we have got, the, this the running zombies, you got I mean what, what's left? You got zoo zoombies? Zombies,
0: that's right. <laughs> Not to mention all the variants in video games like uh, yes. loaders and tickers and <laughs>
1: all Someone that. Kind of Someone random slickers. Someone like randomly messaged Sam recently and talked about how we, about how we reviewed zombies on YouTube, like eight years ago, like everyone got together and we did it. I was like, wow, what a throwback. It's a deep cut. Yeah. Super deep cut. I
2: don't know, man.
1: Just. I don't know. Butthole zombies. I don't know
2: what, I don't know what it is, but (laughs) it's butthole zombies.
1: Rectuma. (laughs) See, it's already been done. Simpsons did it. it. Yeah. You know
0: what? i there probably is a movie like this, but I like to see like a kind of a drama movie about zombies where everyone comes back to life, but they're not dangerous. They're just kind of there and still decomposing, you know, kind of like zombies do. How would people feel about their loved ones? No, but not really. Like they're not, you know, they're still like like family members and there's no bad ones. You know, it's just people just come back to life, but kind of mindless and decomposing like how far would a family go to still keep their loved ones in that condition you know it's because they always say they care but at what point do they be like i don't want to deal with this anymore it's just like a mindless person walking around the house or and i'd be curious on the cultural and like political and all that impact of having someone perpetually moving around and you know religious reasons like do you put them down do you keep them it's There'd be so many interesting questions I think that could raise. I'd like to see that. So if there is that movie, please tell let me know, because I'd like to watch something like that.
2: Mm.
1: I would like to see amusement park zombies where like Mickey, Minnie, Mr. Six from the Six Flags commercials, they all are zombified and they're coming after the, 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 the pictures of the park. Yeah. Don't do did, it, did, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's hilarious! All right, uh, and Chuck, what is your last question? Last question: What's the dumbest way you've seen zombies created in a movie? Thanks, guys. Look forward to the episode. Have a good one.
1: Um, I mean, this one's up there.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's,
1: it's funny, dumb.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is eerily similar to one that I watched on VHS called "The Rot." And same thing, like they had sex with a cadaver, and you get std slash zombie. I guess if you're thinking of like like a true character motivation, having sex with a corpse is obviously wrong for numerous ways. So getting affected that way is pretty fucking stupid
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I think this one probably takes the cake in this in this department. it's yeah. It's dumb, but it's funny. you know it works for this movie, but uh, it's definitely kind of a weird way to <laughs> spread the virus.
2: I wonder if it's ever been in the main like a mainstream. It's not far zombie fetched movie. though.
1: <laughs> if people do it. <laughs> well, I know.
2: I wonder if a zombie movie's ever done that though, where they capture like a female zombie. Well, I guess dead girl, but that's kind of different. Which is a good movie.
1: Yeah. I mean she's a zombie, right? Yeah. Oh uh,
0: yeah. yeah you know. All right. So thank you, Chuck, for the questions. We are going to move on to uh your geeky neighbor. What do y'all think f- of this director for a remake of the film Troll, Troll Two, or what franchise would suit his wild style of films?
1: Has this director done anything else? I didn't really look him up after watching this, but not sure. None of us have. <laughs> All right, <laughs> oh, okay. I figured you guys did. Would he? Yeah, he'd be great for like a Troll Two, Troll. Actually, the first Troll is not as like goofy as. Pe- I think everyone like tries to pigeonhole Troll and Troll Two together, but troll is actually like a pretty it's like fantasy but it's pretty like serious it's definitely not as goofy as troll 2 is so i think he would be more perfect for troll 2 with that being said i would love to see a troll remake i think there's a lot of like good stuff in there now i don't know if you could do it now since the main character is called harry potter and i mean who stole from who really i mean right damn JK <laughs> Rowling. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> A uh, director's done
0: nothing basically okay uh, so yeah he did johnny z what the I, fuck I, is that
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> a 90 minute film action <laughs> horror but yeah give him uh, some trauma money throw some trauma shit his way and let him go wild with it
1: i think this movie was trauma money we want to surprise him. maybe more
0: yeah yeah i, I don't know i'd I like to see him do more original stuff you know i never want to see necessarily these people do make remakes you know if he has ideas like this i'd like to see what else he'd come up with because there's some crazy shit in this one that's for damn sure it's yeah it's a crazy movie so thank you joseph for the question moving on now our next question are from uh, little three chord me who is someone you hope to never see in a horror movie
1: i'm down for anyone whatever you know like i've been wrong before not wanting to see people in certain movies so Bring them all. Kim Kardashian <laughs> in a horror movie? Let's do it.
2: I don't know. Any any political person that wants to get in with the youth by being cool and getting in the movie,
1: let's not do that. Paul, I don't, I'm trying to think if I've ever seen a politician in a horror movie. I mean, I, I watched no, Trump no, versus the Illuminati, no. so... <laughs> well, yeah, but that doesn't <laughs> count. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's, he, oh, my God, I can't believe you watched that. <laughs> After you watch that fucking clown movie, yeah, yeah. I had to watch the other one. <laughs> Giggles the clown. I was <laughs> yeah.
0: curious. I was curious to see what kind of thing it was. Actually, that director—that's pretty much all he does—is now Trump-like fantasy movies. It's super weird. But yeah, there's nobody either. I'm like, I'm pretty open to anyone being a horror, other than people who are like true pieces of shit. You know, like uh, like Salva and all the like people like that who abuse their position of power and do really bad shit. I don't want to see him in anything. Period. But outside of like real world stuff no i'd give everyone a shot you know anyone could surprise me paris hilton was fine in uh, house of wax you know it's, it's the way it is i think uh, give people a shot and
1: see what they do with it yeah like you guys watched ron jeremy in the doll <laughs> yeah, that's right. your, your punishment movie so yeah, yeah we'll <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about it on uh in Air watch and
0: watch in a special bonus can't <laughs> one watch yeah her next question and last question also when is chuck going to do a guest spot on this podcast We'll see. Yeah, TVD. <laughs> so stay tuned. <laughs> Thank you for the questions. Moving on to Eric. If you could haunt one item for eternity after you die, what would your item be? I'd haunt a squishmallow because they're so innocent looking. Hell's that? It's one of it's like those um kind of big fluffy teddy bear things, but they're like fluffier than usual. They um, sound like Costco mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, but then yeah. you get like
2: you get like a dog would get on it and wipe his asshole juice on it, and then you <laughs> then you fucking you end up in the dump for the rest of your eternity. So it's kind of like that's a bad, good point. I'm haunting a fucking statue of liberty, dude. It's not going anywhere. And then people go to it and you're permanently gonna be like a fixture and you can just like I don't know, ooh,
0: when people are walking <laughs> up you and stuff.
1: Was, wait, was it a did he ask for a toy or just any object? He, he just says he just said an item. An item. Oh yeah, that's perfect then, Todd. Oh I mean you can get dirty with this if you really want, I guess, but, um, <laughs> haunted dildo. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I would say, I don't know. Yeah. I'll go with that because I can't think of anything better. So
2: haunted dildo or such.
1: Yeah. Or a yeah. Dildo? <laughs> yeah. Butt plug.
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> then you get both, uh, you know, both ends. <laughs> yeah. I- I'd haunt like a Doom buggy at Disney world. I'd just hang out and scare people and, you know, be that uh, thousands ghost that they're always looking for. Yeah, so
2: top ten ghosts at Disney.
0: <laughs> yeah, Steve. Yeah. That'd <laughs> be so awesome. Just my face <laughs> popping up between two people on the doom be, oh, you're, really, cool. you're really nice. Hey, how are you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, be the friendly ghost. <laughs> Next question: With Cocaine Bear coming out this year, what other Under the Influence animal movies would you like to see made? I'm thinking meth methed out honey badger.
1: Nice. <laughs> Remember this the is crack-
2: def- Remember the cracked <laughs> no, out uh, remember the cracked out tails from um the Sonic movie that someone put a meme out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine cracked out tails is fucking down on his luck. <laughs> Going crazy. I mean
1: I mean this is definitely gonna be a trend, I'm sure. Like that company that makes all the spoof movies are, is definitely gonna do something with cocaine bear. I'm good. I, I don't wanna see any more after cocaine bear, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to
0: see a meth shark?
1: No, not really. <laughs> that's I, I, that's I, got to I, be
0: a thing that's going to happen within the next five years. I don't guaranteed. Even,
1: I mean, I don't even know if I want to see cocaine bear. Like, it just, you know, it looks all right, I guess. But it's like not even remotely based on the actual story. So it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. For me, let's see. What kind of animal would I like
0: to see? I'd like to see just like cocaine sloth. You know, they're so slow. And then all of a sudden, they just go fucking ape shit and. Absolutely. You go wild on people. And I think that'd be hilarious. PCP penguin. But yeah, <laughs> just breaking shit. Unstoppable. <laughs> that'd be so awesome. Yeah. So really, any animal, it would be hilarious, but I, I am sure if this is successful, holy shit, we're going to see every animal
1: under the sun <laughs> under the influence. I don't think there's any doubt that this is not going that this is going to be successful. I think it's gonna be highly successful just because of how outrageous the the plot is. I think a ton of people are gonna go see this.
0: I want this to be the movie that
1: unseats Avatar just <laughs> just so it's in the history books that wow. I can bear here in Salem, Megan unseated Avatar. i I, Um, I saw i saw that uh but i didn't push for it on social
0: media right because they're like they're like only three tickets left for megan and it passes out (laughs) Uh, which is hilarious Um, so our last series of questions here are from odd job versus 007 with these zombies attacking talking about uh the ones from the movie tonight who gets it first i think me to be honest with you I'm the fattest, so. <laughs> which makes me the slowest, which makes me the highest probability of getting killed.
1: No.
2: Yeah, but you're not like eating random ass in hotel rooms <laughs> either, so yeah, you got man. that going for you, which we'll cover later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're not thinking uh, two uh, testicles or two clits, so. Oh my god, <laughs> The peanuts and the
0: asshole. and everything. Oh my gosh, dude.
1: And we're, we're in for oh, quite man. the review tonight
0: yes <laughs> I, I, I when i saw this i the my first thought was holy fuck we got to review this Ugh, but so we'll get to we'll it get, yeah get
1: well whoever's going first is probably the horniest so that's, <laughs> oh, that's joseph know. then yeah take your yeah. pick
0: yeah joseph's the horniest. Yeah, we, we, yeah for sure <laughs> second question was who makes the best of this type of zombie out of us i also think it's joe yeah horny zombie yeah i guess me
2: sure just no no raping because that's a little too far no yeah
0: no no yeah and his last question do any of you survive
1: no the Uh, whole world's fucked isn't it yeah pretty much yeah i think i would you know produce some great acid semen though so Yeah,
2: you got, at least we got to outlast stupid people
1: ass. haven't seen the movie yet now are gonna be like what the fuck people who are just listening before like who haven't watched the movie i know a lot of people do that they, they listen to half the review and now they're gonna be like whoa i gotta watch this movie oh and that is just the tip
0: of the iceberg with this fucking movie so stay tuned for that so thank you everyone for the questions we can't do this segment without you and i'm sure they're thrilled about this But here's a little ad from our uh, very good sponsors. We really like them for sponsoring us and providing warmth and uh, all that stuff in cold ass winters like this.
1: So here it is, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating; It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie-approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting.
0: Whoa, all right.
2: All right, I'll go first. All right, my first up is a 1995 Jacko starring Linnea Quigley and others. This one is set on Halloween night, and there's a local legend where a jack-o'-lantern man you know, was killed a couple hundred years ago. And of course he did like a death curse. And for whatever reason, it's hard to follow. Uh He's back on Halloween night to kill everybody. I don't even know. Like this is like a very low budget movie that has a overly complicated plot with like, um, it has flashbacks to like the 1800s or whatever the fuck's going on. Then, oh, this character from 1800s is linked to this character from this, from 20 or 1995, whatever it is. Linnea quickly my God, she's smoking hot this man. Ooh, watch her for that alone. And of course- The moment we see here is completely out of the blue. One second, they're like all talking about like whatever the plot is. And then it fucking hard cut to Linnea just naked in the shower. I'm like, whoa, I'm not complaining, but this is a weird uh, transition. I like The Killer a lot. It did a good job of like capturing the ultra low budget uh, shot on video type of movie from the 90s, which I like. Is this something you need to seek out and spend a bunch of money on? No. But if you like Linnea and you like weirdo slashers, then I would uh, recommend this one. So that's Jacko,
1: 1995. Just lovely, Todd. Thank you. All right. My first one tonight is a Peacock exclusive 2023 release called Sick. Uh, This one actually written by Kevin Williamson from Scream. And I know what you did last summer fame. Uh, So yeah, so Sick is about these two friends who we're in the height of the pandemic who wants to go back there but this movie did apparently. So we were in the height of the pandemic. These two friends decide, you know, let's get away. We're going to go up to my cabin uh, in the woods where there's no one around and we can just kind of lay low there. And when they get there, there's a home invasion, essentially. Uh, There is a, you know, someone lurking around trying to kill these girls. And that's, you know, basically it. I mean, You know, obviously there's reasons why these uh, killers are there and whatnot, but you're going to have to watch the movie to find that out. Use your your
2: big words, Joe, from your review.
1: (laughs) I will. I will. Okay, thank you. Uh, So so this movie actually, like, started pretty well. Uh, You know, I mean, the pandemic thing is, you know, tired at this point. I don't think anyone wants to go back there. I don't think it's really a good plot, you know, point for any type of movie these days. But... You know, it was it started well because, like, you know, it was kind of a reason to get to the house, and then it's kind of talked about here and there, but it's more focused on the the cat and mouse game of these girls trying to get away from the killer, and then, you know, you get to the reveal, and I thought it was, as Todd wanted me to use my big word, preposterous. I I just did is. not. <laughs> I thought it was just outrageous the motive of the killer. I I really really hated it. I just it completely took me out of the movie. With that being said though, it picked back up like after that. Like I was like completely checked out, but then it like started getting better again. But I still cannot recommend this because of like the motive of the killer. I just think I just thought it was so dumb, so just outrageous that I just did not believe the the like that they went that route. So I think it's like it's still a decent one time watch, especially if you're into like home invasion movies. But yeah, I mean, I gave it two and a half out of five over on Letterboxd. So decent one time watch, but nothing memorable.
2: Was the reason the killer was killing because A, they didn't want to wear a mask or B, they yelled at him
1: for not wearing a mask? <laughs>
2: Cause that'd be ridiculous.
1: It's even worse, honestly. Oh,
2: really? Jeez. I think. I, uh, real quick, I think pandemic movies are going to be really, quote unquote, cool in like twenty years. But since we all just lived through it, it's like I really don't want to fucking talk about masks and social distancing and all that shit again.
0: Yeah, it's like making City of pride Ryan* in nineteen forty-seven. You know, like people just don't want to fucking see it. It's... Seriously. So my first one this week is a movie I watched over on Tubi. And it's called Evil Tunes from 1992. So this one stars David Carradine and um, Dick Miller and a bunch of porn stars. So the story of this one is very simple. A group of cleaning women are hired to go through, like, to, to clean a haunted house. But they somehow have to stay, like, the whole weekend to do so for whatever reason. It's apparently that bad of a clean job in there. So they go in there. And they start cleaning, and all of a sudden, a mysterious delivery man comes to the door with a book that has a bunch of spells in it. A little bit like Necronomicon, so you can imagine where this is going. And sure enough, you know, they finish their cleaning for the night, and they all get around. They start, like, of course, you know, as girls do, take their tops off and start dancing, and you know how it is. (laughs) And then someone reads a page from this book, which releases a demon cartoon character that starts attacking the women and possessing some of the women. And then they're killed off pretty much one at a time. Them, the neighbors, you know, that kind of stuff. Nothing too crazy. And that's basically the plot of the story as they try to stop this demon from killing and to save themselves from this demon. Uh, This is a ridiculous plot. It makes no sense. Uh, But so even though it's 1992, it really feels like an 80s movie. And it's a type of movie that if you're a horror fan of the 80s, I think you'll enjoy this. You know, it's really simple. Uh, there are decent kills. There are a lot of breasts. There's Dick Miller. I mean, what are we here to complain about? That's what we want to see in a movie of that era. And I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie. I'd never even heard of it before, but it was leaving soon on Tubi. So I'm like, okay, I'll see what this is all about. And I was really pleasantly surprised. So if you're looking for a kind of obscure, you know, early 90s, but more 80s feeling film, I would recommend this one. So that's Evil Tunes over on Tubi.
2: Very cool. My last one before we talk about our punch in film is a horror world tour that I've been trying to do for the last year or so. And this one is checking off the box of Estonia. And it's called Dearest Sister over on Shudder. And uh, basically, it's a movie where like there's a, a girl that lives in poverty and she is sent to her rich aunt's, or cousin's house, whatever, to kind of be her companion because she is blind and she's... Really well off too. She's married to a rich uh, Estonian businessman and he wants her to have company. So blah, blah, blah. They get a family member. But the blind lady, since her senses are so sharp or whatever, she starts being able to see only ghostly figures. Uh, And they think it's like a mental health issue. So they don't know what's going on, things like that. And the ghosts tell her lottery numbers. So the girl that came over to be friends with her takes the numbers that this girl keeps muttering and starts winning the lottery every single time. So it opens up a whole can of worms because like the housekeeper thinks she's above the friend, but since the friend has money now she thinks it's being stolen from the mistress of the house and all this shit there's a subplot with the the man he's like a fucking piece of shit and he's like cutting corners uh, cutting corners on construction stuff like that so it is more of like a social commentary movie where you have like the class divide between like the quote unquote, the help and the rich people. And then you have, this must be like specific to this country uh, as from Cambodia, where like it happens quite a bit. A lot of the girls are like, you should dump your your native boyfriend, you know, fellow Cambodian and go get a white man. They'll buy you stuff and blah, blah, blah. So a lot of the movie is about dating white men, um, which is like a huge plot point, which it must, like I said, be a local thing. And then- it comes back to, oh, yeah, we're a horror movie. And it starts showing glimpses of ghosts and stuff like that. So, unfortunately, it was mostly a miss. I did like seeing other countries and, you know, some of their things that go on there. But it wasn't enough horror because, like I said, it was more of like a cast slash social commentary film. So, that's Dear Sister on Shudder.
0: That must be the, like, the American equivalent would be women dating old men to yeah. for them yeah. to buy them stuff,
1: right? So. Yeah, it
2: happened. It, it was like a plot point, like, a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah.
1: Cool. All righty. Um, really quickly, I have two really quick ones. Servant just started up. New season. Last season. Two episodes so far. Really enjoying it. I can't recommend that showing off. I think a lot of people haven't seen it. If you have Apple Plus, I definitely recommend checking it out. And I'll, once the season en- ends, I'll do a whole series recap in my what watched. All right. And my last movie for tonight is a 2023 release. Just released last week on VOD. You can pick it up for a $6.99 rental currently. It is called There's Something Wrong with the Children. This is a Blumhouse release. This movie is about a couple with their two children go on a sort of, I guess, vacation, you want to call it. a Sort of a camping trip, I guess, with another couple who don't have children. They end up going on a hike into the woods where they come across sort of this abandoned building uh they go inside the building and they find a hole in the ground when they look down um the two children say you know they kind of start acting weird and they say uh do you you know look at the lights and stuff like that obviously none of the adults see it I and mean, they seem very interested by these lights the parents end up asking uh this other couple this single couple if they'll take the kids for the night and they, oh, you know, they do, the kids end up going missing and surprise, surprise, they end up back at this hole in the ground. The hu- And the husband witnesses these kids falling into the hole. He thinks they're dead. He comes back. The kids are there and weird stuff starts to happen from there. Is it supernatural? What happened to these kids? Were they, you know, taken by a supernatural force? Is this all in his head? We don't know, and I'll leave it at that. This movie started really, really well. Like, I was digging the first hour of this movie a lot, and I was like, wow, I was like, this movie is definitely going to be a contender for top of the year if it continues to go the way it does. Unfortunately, the wheels started to fall off in the final act of this movie, the final about 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah, it was, it was frustrating, because I think it's really, really well acted, and it has, like, a really interesting story. But then it just goes places I really didn't I really wasn't digging and then it just ends like really abruptly and we never get like a full kind of explanation of of what's going on and the explanation they do give seemed a little silly so I I still think it's worth a watch I would give it a you know a mild recommend I, I think not something I would pay for, but if when it hits streaming, you know, or whatnot for free, I would definitely uh, recommend giving it, a, you know, a one-time watch. I gave it a three and a five over on my letterbox. So yeah, a, a good one-time watch, but nothing that you need to rush out to go see. Cool.
0: So my last one, other than my punishment uh, this week, is similar to Todd, where I'm doing the letterbox World Tour. But in my case, I was trying to get Paraguay off my list. So I watched a 2019 movie over on Tubi called Morgue. Uh, this one is about a young security guard and he's the type of guy that he's not a security guard at one place. He like works for a company where they send him to like different places, you know? And he hits somebody with his car. So he does end up going to the, to the place and it ends up being a morgue that he has to watch over which he didn't know. And he's first time there, he's a little bit freaked out, you know, there's one dead body Uh, in the morgue, and that kind of, like, makes him uncomfortable and stuff. But the other security guard that Sarah kind of brushes off, like, it's not a big deal, just fucking do your job and just watch the security cameras and you'll be fine. So that's what he does, you know, it's a kind of a regular job and stuff like that. And meanwhile, he's fighting with his girlfriend, like, over, like, text and phone and stuff like that. And at one point, uh, he's trying to make up with her because of something that happened earlier in the film, and they're on FaceTime, and there's a, like, naked girl that passes behind him. And the girl sees it, but he doesn't. And then she's mad at him. He's wondering why, and he starts investigating. And of course, hauntings start happening. And that's where kind of the film picks up. It's a basically a haunting story similar to what, what was the movie that was in a in a basement?
2: Exorcism of or no?
0: It's I uh, I don't remember. Oh,
2: um, the one with that. Gosh, Dan, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. There,
0: there's there's like another movie that's like in a morgue at night that. There's hauntings happening, but uh, anyway, it's it's escaping me now. But it it reminded me a lot of that, you know, but lower budget. So there's not much else to it. The scares are actually pretty fucking good. Uh, There are two scares in particular in this. I'm like, well done. Well done. (laughs) That that is like, if I watched that as a kid, I'd be fucking having nightmares tonight because they were like really, really well done. And I I really like that. So there are some definitely some great scares and stuff. It does drag at times because it is all within the confines of his, like, that morgue, you know? So he doesn't really go out of the morgue much. And it's really him and sometimes one other character that pops in and out. It's a homeless man who's just trying to, like, take a piss (laughs) somehow in the morgue. And he's trying to kind of get rid of him. But outside of that, still, if you're looking for a world tour and something out of Paraguay... I'd recommend this one. Outside of that, I wouldn't go out on my way to watch it or anything, but if you got some time to kill and you like uh, kind of haunting movies, this is not a bad one. So, Morgue 2019 over on Tubi.
2: I need Paraguay, so I added it, and I think the movie you're thinking about was Autopsy of Jane Doe.
0: That's right, yeah. Exactly. Joe,
2: you're scaring everybody with your background. Alright. The doll? Oh, yeah, I the doll.
0: 2017.
2: Steve and I lost fourth quarter trivia and we were punished by Mr. Joe himself. I guess I'll get the synopsis and let you take over your thoughts, Steve. This really douchey guy lives with an equally douchey friend and they're like in a little party house, right? They got like five hookers over one day. The less douchey friend has a girlfriend that breaks up with him because when she comes over, two of the strippers are dancing on him and kissing on him and stuff and he's like what did I do wrong you stupid fuck so he's all bummed out he's tired he's like I, I don't want to live anymore because I fucking bubble shut up so his other douchey friend tells him hey man you should get a Russian mail order bride they call them the dolls and they're like oh okay cool let's do that so they do the most complicated thing ever they order a Russian mail order bride that happens to arrive like an hour later so that's convenient all the way from Russia and it's stupid, man. This, so the movies. Oh, and the reason they get the dolls because they want to make her jealous. That's, that's apparently that's how you do things. And I hated it, Steve. What would you think?
0: Yeah, I um, I also did not like it. I just realized I put the wrong doll on my notes because I watched two movies called The Doll back to back. Because I knocked off Mongolia with another movie called The Doll. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong one. But yeah, this one. I mean, it was bad. There, there's no. Getting around it, uh, it stars a bunch of porn stars who probably have never done like a movie, like a non-porn movie before. And uh, including Ron Jeremy, who makes a super random but short cameo, but somehow gets top billing in uh, some of the marketing material that I saw for this movie. It's just such a basic kind of dumb plot. But I will say this, the doll looks pretty good. Like, it's a human that's uh, kind of playing a doll. But she's apparently a famous influencer, I guess you could say, where she, like, I don't know, she gets plastic surgery and to make herself look like a doll. Like, she's someone who's been featured on one of those, like, Strange Addiction type shows, you know, where her whole life is to mimic being a doll. So, she looks freaky because she has, she doesn't look as human, I guess, as most people would. And there could there was a lot of potential with that character, I think. But the real the gist of it is just she just fucking sits there creepily and then kills people in ways that are not interesting at all. So there's nothing really interesting about this movie. And that's kind of the biggest problem is it's boring as fuck because nothing happens. Uh, If they just made the doll a little bit more interesting and had better kills, this could have been kind of a decent indie film. But the way it stands, awful. Yeah, three
2: major problems. I'll start with the egg problem first that I know Steve liked from my letterbox review. There's a close-up, right? Of him frying two eggs, you know, sunny side up, a little runny yolk, things like that. Then it cuts right to him doing a scramble whisk egg thing. Then he pours the fucking scrambled eggs on top of the frying eggs. I'm like, what kind of fucking eggs are you making? We're either doing fried eggs or we're doing scrambled eggs. <sighs> and then the motivations of the movie, right? The main motivation is to order this bride to make his girlfriend jealous, right? The girlfriend shows up to the house and what do they do? They hide the fucking doll. So she never sees it until a a convenient plot point, right? So wait, you're trying to make her jealous, but you hide the doll. How does that make sense? And then two, you're hiring a doll to have sex with the doll, right? But they don't even attempt to do that. The first time the doll shows up, they're like, oh, I'm tired, bro. I need to go sleep. Where should we put her? Let's put her in the attic, which happens to have this whole elaborate bedroom setup. So yeah, this movie just fucking sucks. It could have been cool. But it it wasn't. So thank you, Joe. Piece of shit.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Trivia.
2: Trivia. All right. Uh first quarter is as follows. We have Steven Joe tied with first place with five points apiece, myself with second slash third place with four points. Any man's game, who would like to
1: lead off today? I can lead us off tonight. All righty. Thank you, Kayla for oh, your trivia questions kayla. yeah all right and let's start off with your favorites a tagline i knew
2: it
0: i fucking knew it right when you said kayla yeah.
1: <laughs> a lot of taglines <laughs> in that list yeah and the tagline is winner kills all winner all right. kills all um Freddie versus jason you are correct oh. yay it's wow. a good one sweet
0: I was thinking more of a, like, Battle Royale type. Yeah. Like, this plot line in my head. Great movie, by the way, if you haven't seen Battle Royale. <laughs>
2: oh, fantastic. <laughs> Just, have you
0: seen the sequel? No, it's on my list. Is it good?
2: It's pretty good. It's definitely not part one, but it's still pretty good.
0: Cool. All right. You want to go?
2: Yep. Okay. And now, similar to, before I get flacked on Discord for this, Steve <laughs> oh. asked a question that he needed a specific answer last, or a couple shows ago, where I had to say, what before, was it, yeah. fucking? The grape. Remember?
0: Yeah, it had had to be um, the exact thing. The exact type of grape. Okay,
2: so I need the exact name. Okay. In Rectuma. (laughs) (laughs) What's the name of the animal that infects the
0: main guy's ass? Oh, it's a horned frog. It's a horn. What is it? Horn, horny or horned. Horny,
1: horny, horny goat, Todd. Toad. (laughs) Horny goat, Toad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah i'm going with horn, horned bullfrog mm-hmm. or
0: something
2: okay both of you are incorrect according to letterbox it is mexican butt jump no, mexican butt humping bullfrog uh,
0: all right yeah. oh the bullfrog right i was, I was gonna, <laughs> but yeah no that's there's no way i was gonna retain stuff from that movie <laughs> you, you watched mind? it twice yeah that's fuck that's enough <laughs> um all right so mine are all original this week so my first one's a regular question in the original Last House on the left, what's the symbol on the necklace that plays a big part in the story? Um, sorry, David.
1: Wrong. Dang. No, it's, uh... is it her name? Wrong. You want one more guess? I, just know... I mean, I know, the, the, I think it was the, the mother gave her the necklace, right? Uh, it's just a
0: simple. She is has the a... necklace. Yeah. Is it just a cross? wrong and one more guest joke nah you none <laughs> so it was a simple one it was a peace sign peace um, sign uh, 70s, 70s baby. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Krug man Krug's a piece of shit in that fucking movie dude yeah, well right. they're all pieces of shit but Krug is the worst Oh, absolutely
1: mm-hmm. all righty, back to me mm-hmm. alright match the killer to the movie that's the movie
0: we're guessing, right?
1: Yes. Okay. The killer is Brenda Bates. Uh, Scream 2. Incorrect. Fuck me, dude. It is a 90s movie.
2: Bates. Oh, what, what was I thinking? That's Billy's mom in part two. Right?
1: This is Louis. Yeah, yeah. I Fucked
2: up. I
0: fucked up. Uh 90s. What movie? was her name? So I can get a second go. Brenda Bates. Uh,
1: Debbie Salt was her name, and Scream Two. <laughs> what would you say, Steve? Brenda Bates. You said Brenda Bates. Yes.
0: Oh,
1: nineties horror movie.
0: That's is your guess? Nineties horror movie. Let's, let's uh, I a... God, I can't even think of a like female killer. That's They're rare. Significant. So you, you go ahead, Todd. I don't. Remember. You sure? Yeah. Uh, is it Valentine?
1: Incorrect. Oh, I
0: thought I had it. Dang it. I still
2: don't
1: have a guess. <laughs> it's a male killer in Valentine.
2: Oh, I'm thinking of um, that one fucking. She was in Santa's Slay in the beginning of the movie. That she was. was. Yeah. So I don't remember the name, Steve. dig <laughs> deep. Was there, in was, there was three of these fucking movies. What was the, what were the name of them?
1: Yeah. It's just so annoying they, to me. It might have been more than three. Oh, this is so annoying. All right, you uh, guys have had it. Yeah, yeah, we have right. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, dude. All right. The correct answer is urban legend. Urban legend, yes. Oh Gosh, I've
0: been, I've man. been watched that since it's like theater run. So fucking Freddy Krueger. There's so many We could review the back seat. Yeah, that'd be one to review one day, I think. It's been long enough.
1: You got uh Robert England, you got Brad Dorif. you got Daniel Harris, quite a cast.
0: One of them was filming
1: uh I
0: don't know which one, not the first one for sure, was filming at my college while I was attending. Uh, they they filmed over the summer, so I wasn't there to see it. But they, I I remember that they had just like broken down the set as I was starting my year. That's I think cool. it was like part three or four, like it was one of the later sequels. All right, ready? Yep. In
2: Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Two. Ooh. how do Ricky and Jennifer meet?
0: Mm. Oh, a uh, car, uh, like a bicycle accident in a car. Mm. motorcycle motorcycle accident
2: yeah yeah. yeah. he got it it. she hits him with the car
0: that's right yeah and then for for all the things he got
2: yeah for all the things he got mad about he's cool with that yeah
0: (laughs) rides off with her no problem yeah (laughs) all right four clues convention hotel children and mice
1: the fuck Engine hotel, children and mice. Is this a horror movie? Yeah. Right, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna guess the witches. but Yeah, that, that's horror. Is, it not horror. is it not Okay, is it the witches? I mean, yeah, it's the witches. All right, nice. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's a kids' what, movie more, but well, I, yeah. the witches
0: are pretty fucking scary, and they're they are they are attacking yeah, yeah. children. And shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say the remake isn't super horror, but the original I think is pretty horror.
1: Yeah, the, the witch scene alone is horror. Yeah. Yeah. First,
0: first, one I, first horror I guess I ever saw in theater because <laughs> if you count it as a horror.
1: Intro to horror for sure. Oh yeah. Kids absolutely. horror. Mm-hmm. Alright, back to me. Last one. Alrighty. Let me grab this up. Alright. In Child's Play 3, whose soul is Chucky trying to steal? The the little African American child. Yes, I need his name. I need the character name. I do not remember whatsoever. (laughs) I don't remember his name at all.
0: I won't even venture. Guess like (laughs) Danny.
1: Incorrect. Winston. Winston. No. (laughs) I have no idea. Um, Well, I'll give. I'll let the Discord decide if Todd gets this. Oh, was it Daniel or not? But no, I mean the correct answer is Tyler. No. But I mean Tyler. Todd. Todd, you know he didn't know the character, I suppose. But you know, that's true. Um, I did.
2: Come on, people.
1: But I think I, I, gave, I was looking. Steve his point back, people. I was looking for the character name, but you know we'll see well, if the Discord thinks you were specific enough. Yeah, I can. I'll put a,
2: I'll put a possible one down there, but I won't, I won't add it to this. All right. Well, it's your choice. It's your. It's your question. If it's. I mean, I
1: personally wouldn't give it to you, but.
2: All right. In Halloween two, I don't need the specific type, but if you get it, good on you. In Halloween two, what does Jimmy say he's going to get Lori? Really? Yeah.
1: It's been a while. The answer is the answer is oral
2: sex. (laughs) Oh. I'm just kidding. Nice.
0: (laughs) He offers her a coke or something like that. Yeah, I always watch one and then three, and then like always skip two for some reason. And two's good, so I should just watch it just Halloween.
1: A lot of people hate on two, but yeah, I always liked it too. It grew on me, it grew on me. Tarantino, big part two hater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I read that recently. (laughs) He came out and said it. Mm -hmm. All right, last one of the night.
0: This is going to be a guest movie based off its IMDb trivia. Okay, okay, there are four you know, different answers, so you have to guess it within these four. Okay. Stephen King was briefly approached to write the screenplay. It would have been the first written by King directly for the screen, but the parties could not agree on the terms. Okay. Okay? Oliver Robbins is the only surviving child actor of this film that played a member of the main cast.
2: I don't know who that is.
0: When Diane attempts to flush the dead pet bird, it casts a shadow. Poltergeist. In That's right.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh. So yeah. So the he's cursed, the only. He's the only kid who survived that movie. That's
1: great. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And my last one was uh, uh, Poltergeist. Well, I would have said, "What this movie is German for noisy ghost," which is okay. Poltergeist.
1: What was the rest of the the, the bird one?
0: Uh, it's, it it, it, it makes a shadow of a, of a shark to reference jaws it was like a jaws reference oh cool Gilbert.
1: <laughs> nice yeah
2: all right scores for the night joe is commanding first with seven steve sticks myself five for that uh week that number commanding.
1: three
2: nice well nice. i mean you gotta <laughs> you're ahead one point lead <laughs> <laughs> fine i'm trying to pump you up jeez <laughs> thank you and let me pull up this letterbox thingy oh yeah All right. All right. 2016's Night is Something Strange, directed by Jonathan Stratton. Don't forget your rubbers. And bazooka. Five teenage friends set out for the beach on their spring spring break vacation. Good times are cut short when one of the group, Carrie, contracts a deadly sexual transmitted disease during a bathroom stop. When they stop for the night at an isolated motel, the the real terror begins when the STD virus starts running rampant, turning those infected into the living dead. Oh, boy, this movie starts off... Uh, well, first of all, I followed Steve's advice. Don't look up trailers, read anything about it, nothing. So I turned it on Tubi and went from there. And gosh, this movie starts right away. This gentleman, we'll call him, uh, works security or you know, janitorial at a morgue. And there's a female naked corpse on, on the slab there. And he climbs a board and rapes her body. Cut to a scene where now this gentleman has like severe penis pain, he's holding his crotch, he's screaming, all that stuff. His wife or girlfriend, somebody, I don't know, um, comes in the room and he rapes his another mom. person. That's his mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Is
1: I that hate... his mom? His I mom. Thought that wasn't really
0: specified. No, it's his mom. Jeez,
2: okay. uh, well, that's just made it that much worse. So mm-hmm. we start off with a rape.
1: She was making him sausages too.
2: Yeah, we start off with a yeah. rape and we come back right back to raping. So there's double rapes in the span of five minutes in this film. Gosh, I did not know that was his mom. That's so fucking weird. Yeah. So lo and behold, eh, then we're introduced to some characters are like high school kids and they're going to go party and stuff. Uh, typical, you got the, like the the quote unquote cool one who's a dick. You have the chubby one who gets picked on all the time who also has a sexual crush on his cousin, which they do not hide this. This is a plot point in this film. We have a couple of girls. We have uh, the African-American gentleman who's the drug guy. He's got the weed for everybody. That's why he's going on the trip. And everyone is a stereotype in this film. Every character plays... Other weaknesses. It's fucking it's very strange. It's all about sex. It's all about blood. There's a lot of rape in this one from traditional, I hate to say that word, but you know, sexual intercourse rape to um, licking buttholes, rape and everything in between. So it's very sexually depraved this film. Did I like it? Yes. Is it a great movie? No, <laughs> but it is fucking wild. So I'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah, I went the same way as Todd. I had no idea what I was getting into here. I was honestly... The only thing I saw was the poster. And based off that, I was expecting a Lovecraftian-style horror movie. And I didn't get that at all. You know, this is not gonna be everyone's cup of tea, for sure, because of, obviously, the very sexual stuff in it. I will say it's not handled seriously though like you know this movie is is, it's a bad movie but it's a good bad movie you know like you know i in my Letterbox review i compared it to a troma movie and it's very much in the same vein as that so yeah i mean honestly when it started i was like kind of cursing out steve because i was like oh my god because the fucking acting is terrible in it and it was just so low budget and i'm like what the fuck is happening but then it it gets like really ridiculous and good and funny and good so i was like okay well this is why steve obviously picked it so you know it's i i had a fun time with it I, i think it's a lot of fun it's definitely a better movie to watch in a, a group type of setting, uh, I would say, I mean, I still had a good time uh, alone watching it. i yeah, watch I got some. Grandparents. Ch- I, got, I got some chuckles out of it, but I think this is definitely the perfect movie to you know sit down, have some at a party or ha- having beers with friends and kind of uh, turn it on and kind of laugh at it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that might be one of the reasons why it marked me so much. So the, the way I discovered this movie is we had a movie night one night, like just randomly. And that's the night that I discovered that we, I can stream movies and watch it with other people. So when I did that, we just went to YouTube, like on my screen. And one of the guys, uh, Cody, he's like, Hey, have you guys ever seen something strange? I never even heard of it. So we're like, sure, let's watch it. And we put in this movie and within the first three minutes, there's necrophilia, incest, rape, and a golden shower. So I'm like, okay, I guess uh, this is this is what we're watching. <laughs> and it just fucking gets crazier and crazier. And all I could think of while we were watching it is, wow, well, I hope, you know, uh, Joe and Todd haven't seen this because this is going to be one that it will be at least fun to review because it gets just so fucking crazy. And yeah, it's I have so many notes of specific moments in this movie that just blew my mind. Uh, I rewatched it you know for the review and i watched it with my wife and she was just like like considering divorce (laughs) she's like what the fuck i'm seriously like afraid of you right now (laughs) like for liking this movie because of how depraved and gross it is and it is but because of the way they play it off it doesn't feel that way you know because it's played for comedy it's not played serious you know there's not like this whole like mental abuse and you're not really feeling that kind of stuff towards the characters you're just kind of going along for the ride and it just gets crazier and crazier and really up to right the right to the end because they introduce new elements to this movie near the end that you're like whoa okay that where did this come from this was not a part of the plot you know early on so I can't wait to discuss some of the specific scenes in this but yeah it was it's a trip and definitely one I'd recommend if you're going to watch it watch it with your kind of more hardcore horror fans because I think a non-horror base would absolutely be disgusted (laughs) by this movie.
1: Yeah, Steve was like, told Sam she should watch with me and I'm so glad Sam did not watch with me because Sam would have absolutely hated this movie. I know she would have. Let's
2: talk about the um, tampon eating scene. I was eating a sandwich at the time and then the zombie picks up a tampon and eats it. And, uh, yeah, that's the type of film we're getting into. Not only did you have all the rape stuff we talked about, but they're also eating stuff like bloody tampons. Uh, there's a lot of scenes where guys are just pissing out blood. One of the reasons the main, one of the main girls gets infected is because, okay, you can go pee outside. It's not hard. Like when you go into a public restroom and it's literally covered in fucking blood, you don't need to do the hover maneuver. Just go outside and pee on a tree with this girl hovers over where the zombie just peed blood everywhere and she falls of course she's bare ass and it gets infected through her butt or whatever and then i don't know where do you go from here You you want to go to the ass eating scene
0: oh there, there are so many scenes we could <laughs> pick from um, but just speaking of that one scene uh, i you know in the bathroom it was funny because my wife is like why shouldn't didn't she flush why didn't she wash her hands i'm like it's coming back Th- these are not empty plot points you know that that uh, floating tampon it's coming back in a in a big way It was just yeah, it was weird. Someone,
2: someone, sorry, someone pees on the on the on the grass, and the fucking zombie finds the pee and licks it up. I just
0: remember that. And the crazy thing is, it's not even just the zombies that are gross. You know, like the if it was just the zombies that were gross because that's part of their mutation, that'd be one thing. But there's a scene at that like right after that happens with the tampon where one of the guys is sleeping in the car, and the other guy is like pulls his pants down and then like shits on his face uh, with like fucking squirt shit like it's just i wrote what that the down fuck? he sharted on what his kind face? of fr-
1: i know what kind of friend is that like i mean even as a prank just the, the shit who farted i've never i mean that's quite an aggressive fart for shit like did he mean to just fart in his face or was it his intention is shit if, on his face if, as well
2: if that was just a shart that's a serious fucking problem <laughs> like health problem man that was a like a healthy stream of
1: fucking diary oh shit yeah it was I could hit him right in the lip and he didn't even wake up nothing It was just like <laughs> uh,
0: uh, and, and it was it was just played off like oh you're, yeah, whatever like who cares? You know it's just normal uh, i I actually wrote down a question for you guys. This is kind of a you know kind of a side note, but I was really curious. how bad does a toilet have to be for you not to take a dump at it?
1: Hmm.
2: It's got if it's got any bodily fluids on it, um I'm, I'm shitting in the woods.
1: I mean, I've being in construction, I've used porta potties quite a lot. And as long as there's not like, like shit on the seat, I guess. Like even if there's pee, like I'll get the hand sanitizer and like wipe it thoroughly, and then like nest. I mean, I'm always nesting anyway in a porta potty. Um, you know, with the color. explain explain yeah. the nesting. <laughs> you know, you you make like a like a bird's nest like with I, toilet paper. You know, you put it all on top. On top I've never of the heard it. Seat. I've never heard that term. <laughs> yeah. So you just you know put a lot of toilet paper on the seat so it's you know make sure it's nice and you know safe. But yeah, I mean, if there was pee, I, I could deal with it. Obviously, I'll just wipe it off. But I mean, I've been on porta potties where there's like literal like shit like smeared on the seat and stuff, and now I'm skipping to the next one or I'm taking a ride to the gas station or something. <laughs> I went to Italy one year in
0: 2000 and I went to an event that had 2 million people at the event. So you can only imagine what 2 million people in one spot looks like. And I went to a porta potty and I'm not even kidding you. I opened the door and there was a mound of shit. So not only were people going up right up to the rim, but they were squatting over the fucking bowl and just adding to the dump. Oh my God. I'm like, I'll hold it for another day. I'm not. Did you take a picture? No, it was 2000. I I had one of those. I know uh, you had a disposable. I did, but I was out because I'd been two. Come on. I'd been two weeks in Italy at that point, and I'd already used my two disposable cameras. I was out by the time this was like the second to last day, I think, before I came back to Canada. uh,
2: That's a missed opportunity, man. Now the the world needs to see shit mountain.
1: Yeah, no, no, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) They really don't. Watch, watch the Woodstock documentary. They. The porta potties like overflowed and then it was like outside and people were just like thought it was mud and they were fucking (laughs) like sliding in the fucking human shit and piss thinking it's mud. They're covering themselves in it to be like the mud people and they're really just the shit people. It's fucking gross. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so let's let's get to
0: the motel because a lot happens at the motel. Let's start with uh what's happening inside the room with the big guy, the girl, and the bully. So what do you guys think of that whole sequence?
2: disgusting man like mm-hmm. first of all that young dude is like a sexual predator both of them young dudes are sexual predators in the making the boyfriend's trying to pressure and having sex and she says no eventually and he goes outside to jerk off into a dirty ass uh, what do you call him big ass trash can dumpster
1: dumpster yeah
2: <sighs> then he knocks himself out and then he wakes up and immediately starts jerking off again
1: but um
2: <laughs> the, uh, at this point the girl turns into a zombie and she calls remember let's remember this is her cousin calls a cousin and says i want you to fuck me as hard as you can he's like all right and he starts having sex with her and it's fucking i just you know it's the whole movie is just fucking dirty it's just gross
1: yeah i i it maybe like a little too dirty you know (laughs) like i mean like it was this movie's like a little too sexual for me like i mean it was like the director was like ultra horny when he made it or whatever and was just kind of getting like i don't know it was like he was super horny when he wrote the script or something like that and then just like put it all on paper and you know it works for the most part like for laughs you know but at times i'm like okay this is like really juvenile like i feel like it was written by like a 12 year old horny teenager so you know at times i think it waned on me a little bit and that definitely is what knocks a score down i think a a, a little bit for me i mean i mean i you know i mean the guy ends up coming in and you know and confuses his girlfriend for the guy and ends up fucking anally raping his his friend um you know eating his ass thinking it's his (laughs) girlfriend's ass and thinking his ball sack is no too no, no 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 <laughs> what well, yeah, but
2: don't forget he's like you're a little dry let me warm yeah you up right or something and then you yeah. start and there's like, a like uh, I, I, I got baby. the line i got the line if you want oh god here we go <laughs> well first,
1: sam's in the next room i can't even imagine what she's thinking right now so <laughs> we're just watching uh, porn at this point. point <laughs> first uh,
0: another line when the girl rejects the guy uh he leaves the room and then he comes back into the room and he says can I leave jerk off on your ass? <laughs> yeah, yeah he's super, super sexually depraved. No, yeah. but so when he's eating out the guy's ass, uh, <laughs> you know, first he said he says, "Oh, oh, some of your dinner slipped out of the lunchbox, and I oh, like God. peanuts too." That's so fucking gross, dude. <laughs> yeah. and
2: then he throws it across the room too, right? Yep. The, um. It's uh, in a dirty movie, that's a that's a dirty scene, man, and then. To go where Joe was going with it, he, you know, rapes him with, you know, he penetrates him with his penis and... uh...
1: Yes, and he finishes and then falls asleep (laughs) and then wakes up and proceeds to do it uh, again and then gets stuck because the dude is dead, so like rigor mortis has like set in or whatever, so his dick is stuck inside this guy's butthole and the rest in that plot point for the rest of the movie for that character... Is him trying to release himself from the man. gentleman's I'm, bubble? I'm dropping
2: this down a fucking
1: half star. <laughs>
0: and you know, not only is it like it's bad, like when we describe it, but they make it uncomfortably fucking long. Like this is not a you know, a 10-second scene. This fucking scene just takes forever, and you just get so uncomfortable watching it, and you're like, and it just gets worse and worse between the grunting and, you know, the eating ass, and then the noises, and then it's just, but it just goes on and on and on, and you're like, oh, my
1: God, where, where is this going? So, and, yeah. So for anyone that hasn't seen it either, like, a lot of this sounds extremely disturbing, but you gotta, like, remember, this is, like, trauma-esque, Like sound, so it's like really over the top, ridiculous, played for comedy. So like it's it it kind of works like in that sense. Like some of the comedic timing like works, you know. Some of it doesn't, but
2: (laughs) it's it's not. I spit on your grave, rape. No, no, no. Not that it's good in any sense, but you know, it's tone tonally. It's just fucking stupid,
0: but still. Yes, exactly. And oh, and but, th- that's when the film just really picks up, right? That's just, <laughs> and th- then there's like, even a cop that comes just in. Just getting at one started. Point, and out of out of nowhere, and he comes into the room, and he's like, they're like, the guy has to pretend that it's his boyfriend. <laughs> it's just, it's a weird scene, but yeah, it was played for laughs for sure because he has to like drag. But at one point, you know, the, the big guy wakes up uh, because he's a zombie and he wants to get out of the room, but he's still got the guy's dick stuck in him. So he like tries to bring him out the door, but the other guy doesn't want to like go outside in this position. So he gets broken in half. Yes. As you know, because he's still stuck to the, to the ass. He'd rather,
1: he'd rather die than die from embarrassment. (laughs) Right. Um, So yeah, he gets broken in half. We didn't even talk about the great caretaker of this hotel either who is like the creepiest character ever and I did uh you know he's just like super even he's like really creepy and sort of sexual too at, at one point like what is some, is I'm sure Steve wrote down some of his lines as well maybe I don't know <laughs> not not really but yeah
0: he's he's he just looks creepy without even acting he looks creepy
1: I mean I, I mean I just remember at one point there's like a bloody uh, condom on the guy's bag or something and he's like you have a bloody hitchhiker on you or something like that and he fucking like peels it off him and then he goes to throw it into the dumpster and it goes over the dumpster and hits the guy oh, in the gosh. face who's passed out that was that was jerking yeah. off in the dumpster <laughs> so, cause, cause that's actually a whole other
0: thing so he not only is he jerking <laughs> off in the dumpster but at one point he leans over and knocks himself out on the dumpster yeah uh, so so and, and then he's out cold he gets con- the bloody condom on his face he wakes up, like kind of takes the bloody condom off himself, and then finishes on the. He's on the ground. He wakes up and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna finish." So he jerks off further. It's well, just. Wow. And then
2: the 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 motel guy, he's watching him too. Remember?
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: And, and he's like, he says something like, "I was wondering when you were gonna come," or some something like that. It's like, what? <laughs> what? <sighs> but the the cop gets gallons of jizz on him <laughs> that melts him, so he got semen yeah. fucking.
1: Toxic. yeah because like well because the the main zombie the guy who started this all is like making his way around and i guess his makeup actually is really good the makeup actually effects in this are all really good it's like mainly all practical effects in this movie and most of the practical effects are actually really solid that's the one positive thing i definitely could say about this movie um but yeah he at one point um he just for whatever reason like even after he's turned into a zombie well, i guess like a- every zombie is like just Super hyper hypercharged sexual. It's almost like um the sadness, but ramp it up times ten. <laughs> and so like he just like just walks around and is jerking off like all the time. This one zombie, and then yeah, he at one point literally like comes probably I would say like think of like a five gallon bucket and like mult like a he like it just gets thrown on this cop like massive buckets of semen and he just yeah it's it's acidic and he uh <laughs> that's how he goes so um, did,
0: did they all have special powers right they all have like unique powers because the um, i guess the yeah. woman that's at the store hers is like green gas that comes out yes, of like her vagina know, her, her vagina yes. so that's a whole other uh type of kill that happens in this movie is her in fact like poisoning people with her green gas
1: right yes and then we have our hero of the movie, which we haven't even mentioned okay. yet. He Dirk. is he is um, he, he, he just he's chilling at the hotel with this girl he wants to hook up with. You know, he just got out of the boot camp. It looks like he's not going to basically like a boot camp dropout, essentially. But he uh, ends up meeting up with one of the, the girls on the vacation and the two of them kind of discover what's going on. and fight off these, try to fight off these zombies together and uh, more insanity ensues from there. I don't know where you guys want to go with the the next crazy scene, but (laughs) I I, I hated Dirk
2: because they try to make him like cool one-liners
1: one-liner yeah they're
2: just terrible one-liners and yeah i, up I, kinda, and
1: I gotta hit. chuck a lot of the one-liners though they were like because they were intentionally cheesy right know, so like I, 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 they were dumb they were dumb yeah
2: but uh he he's had some roles in such hits like um house shark um johnny z another one of his guys thing. i'm kind of interested in the House shark to be honest
0: House shark uh, is also produced by this director so is it really? <laughs> yeah, that's actually one that i i'm gonna throw out for uh, shark week this week because oh, uh, it's i hear it's another like good bad one you know um similar to cruel jaws that we reviewed two years ago which is still one of my favorite reviews we've done on the show so yeah House Paul shark. yeah I'll, 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 oh man i, I really want to find that guy that's an interview <laughs> we need we need to track him down somehow.
1: We might need to get the director of this movie on. All right.
0: <laughs> sure, he'd be easy to track down. So where do we want to go next? Do we want to go with Mouth Vagina or a, dick sna- or a snake dick? Let's do them both back to back. Oh Yeah, just start with, start with Dickhead. <laughs> yeah, so uh, all of a sudden, one guy's dick becomes a fucking snake <laughs> and just starts attacking people out of nowhere. It's crazy. It's just like, wow, where, where did Who? this come Who? from?
1: Whose dick is it that turns into the snake? Isn't it like Which the character?
0: mailman, or it's like when Oh yeah, the... there's like
1: a mailman that yeah. comes out of nowhere. Yeah,
0: because he got like hurt at the beginning of the film, and when the mom, uh, who's infected, comes out of the house, she's like shit dripping from her vagina and goes <laughs> into his mouth. Because of mm. course, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. How out. could
2: we forget that pivotal scene? Right,
0: <laughs> <laughs> vaginal drip. Oh,
1: well,
0: it came back at the end. So, <laughs> yeah. So you got a so a snake dick, and then you have the girl
1: who the coup coup de gras really
0: yeah yeah exactly and then she's so she opens up her panties and her vagina is exposed and it opens up and it's got a little mouth and it says fuck me and then a rope comes out of it which is like a tentacle i guess Mm -hmm. and then the guy like kills it and says you've been fucked (laughs) (laughs) he sticks a
1: gun up there doesn't he (laughs)
0: yeah uh, wow like damn like i I was just like this wow we haven't seen everything like at this point with with all the shit we've seen it's still going with these new elements it made me laugh a lot
1: yeah well and we didn't like the way to kill these zombies too is you shoot them in the genitals like rather than shoot them in the brain you gotta shoot them in the the other brain is what how they describe it in the movie um and yeah that's so that's how you take down uh these zombies in this in this world do you guys? Not, did you guys like that idea?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's unique, right? It makes sense for yeah. this for this world, and right. not not only that, but for that girl, they rip out her ovaries at one point and throw That's them away, right. and her ovaries start talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they have little mouse, and then they get like uh, sm- smushed I, by the car. But I oh can
1: see God. Todd's just raiding continually, oh, yeah. like in his brain, just skyrocketing down the more we're talking uh, about it. <laughs> it
0: dropped already. I was like, Eesh. but it's it's like <laughs> describing it is one thing, but watching it's a different thing. You know? I agree. It's, it's I agree. so funny when you watch it, but describing yeah. it, you're like, God damn, this is bad.
1: Yeah, uh, you. you de- it's one I'd you definitely it. gotta watch. Yeah,
0: I watched it twice this year, like in 2023. <laughs> and it's, it's a fun watch, you know, and that's not even the end of it. So you, you, all this, we got Dick snake, we got the mouth, we got the, all that stuff. And you think this has got to fucking be it. No, all of a sudden they introduce this completely new plot out of nowhere, where the caretaker has, like, a cannibal family that he brings the two main characters to, and you're like, holy fuck, now all this, all of a sudden, this is fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre, <laughs> and it's, like, the weirdest thing out of nowhere. Uh, that was crazy. I knew there was something up with him. Yeah, yeah. I knew there's something up with the caretaker, obviously, but I didn't know if it was going to be, like, he was going to be the good guy in the end, or he's going to be, like, the ultimate bad guy, and, you know, he up being a weird creep with this creepy family that, out of nowhere, just so out of place, but it made me laugh again because it was so fucking out of place.
1: Yeah, agreed. I don't even know how did they even get away from him. I, I kind of forget the uh,
0: <laughs> the original zombie comes in and attacks that's and kills right. them, and okay. then they they manage to escape.
1: Yeah, and that's basically how it ends. And it seems like this outbreak has started like uh, to spread over the the rest of the country and. This our hero character is gonna go and I guess take it down and hopefully a potential sequel. <laughs> probably not.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably not at this point. Nice, he's doing cons.
1: Yeah, apparently
2: the uh, dirt character and the zombie do cons, so that's cool. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. I, I'd meet him uh, for you know a certain price.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then at the end, just to wrap it all together, uh, they they finally escape all the situations and stuff like that, and they kind of go into a field, and the girl turns out that she had been um, like bit or infected somehow. So she's starting to turn, and she gets killed, which prompts... Uh, she gets killed by the hillbillies, right? Is that who kills? I think, yeah. So the hillbillies from the beginning yep. of the film come back at the, at the end. And kill the girl, and then the guy runs away, and he gets killed. End the movie. <laughs> that's
1: right. He gets hit by the car. Right. <laughs> everyone. Everyone yeah. dies. Yeah. <laughs> for the, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Well,
1: that was quite a, a quite, quite a review. The movie.
0: Quite I mean, the that's movie. that's why that's why I want. I didn't watch it because it's a great film. Like I didn't. Right. I knew it was a bad film, but I wanted to to review it because I thought it was so crazy that we have to put this up forever. Put it down or sure.
1: Yeah. All right. I'll start us off with rating, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, this movie is absolutely bonkers, if you didn't know already by listening to this review. And yeah, I mean, I it's a compliment, I guess, you know, that they were able to put so much crazy shit onto film. Uh, you know, if you're into trauma movies, you'll love this, probably. If you're not into trauma movies, you'll fucking hate this movie. You know, it's very, it's low budget. It's badly acted. So you got to know what you're getting into here, obviously, but I did have, you know, I, I will say I thought the first like 30 minutes was a bit of a chore to get through. I was really, like I said, cursing out Steve there, but I think it does get better as it goes. And I, at the end of the day, I had fun watching this. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. Uh, you know, it's pretty fun. I, I give this three stars. But that's based on like a trauma rating scale. You know, if we're talking like a normal scale, my rating would be a lot different. But on that type of scale, I, I give it three stars. Like I said, the best way to watch is is with the crowd for sure.
2: Yeah. I am thrilled that a filmmaker was able to probably, judging by this movie, get every single thing he wanted in this film done. You know, because you know, he wasn't ham fisted, he wasn't fucking handcuffed or what he you want to say, but yeah, it was ambitious. It had a lot of good gore, uh, a lot of cool effects and stuff like that. Is it something I'll watch again? Um, not unless I have to. And I'll leave it at a three out of five. Was it wasn't a three and a half, but I dropped it down to half because I was like thinking about it and like, eh. But it's a solid, weird movie.
0: Yeah, this definitely falls into the category of it's so crazy and so bad that I liked it. And I really liked it. Now, I watched it the first time with a group of horror fans who like the same shit as me. So my score initially when I first saw it was a four star because that experience of watching it with others was so fun. We laughed so much during that review and just how crazy it got and making commentary about all the different crazy moments. But alone, I'd say it's a three and a half. But in a group, it was a four. So I would recommend watching it with a like-minded group. Uh, but alone, it's still, it's still something I think people should at least check out once. But be warned keep it to people who love horror not people who don't because wow it's crazy which one do you think is crazier this one or greasy strangler
1: i would say this i mean grease strangler is like quirky whereas this is like just fucking like over the top just like sexually depraved and just like talking it's just outrageous you know so i mean i i think Grease Strangers like actually like a good movie, like it's well made and well put together, even though it's quirky. Whereas this one is just not like a well made movie, but it's just crazy and it's fun for that reason.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I think Greasy. I mean, Greasy is my top ten of that decade. It's I love it legitimately, not because it's bad, because it's good. Slash has all these shocking things in it, so yeah, definitely Greasy.
0: Yeah, it's it's like it's close though. Greasy's got some pretty depraved moments too. A lot of dick. Uh, there's some hardcore fucking in Greasy that comes out of nowhere. There's a lot of gross stuff too. It's different though. It you know this one was more of a low budget, whereas Greasy Snugglers felt more of a like yeah, well made like almost festival film. I hate to say, <laughs> uh, but yeah. But if you want to watch Greasy and find out for yourself, like I said, uh, join us on our movie club this month where we will watch it all together, and it'll be a good time. All you have to do is join our Discord. So,
1: there you go. Awesome. Perfect. Alright, well, that will wrap up maybe the most interesting review we've ever had in this show's history, I would say. It's definitely up there, and uh, I cannot wait for everyone, all the feedback over on our Discord. I, obviously, Discord, definitely the best way to, to keep up with the podcast. You can also uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, The Horror Squad Podcast. You can email us at any time, Podcast at gmail.com. Next week, we are doing Wes Craven's New Nightmare? Is that right? Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, so next week we're doing Wes Craven's New Nightmare in anticipation, I guess I can announce this now, of our retrospective series. Yes, folks, we are bringing back Retrospective series after a long time. We did Stuart Gordon a couple years ago. We decided this year we are going to be doing a Wes Craven retrospective series some point in the year. Obviously, we got a lot, a lot of movies to watch, uh, but we're going to do uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare to start us off with that and then do a whole breakdown at some point before the end of the year. So stick around for that. And yeah, movie club this Friday. And I think that's about it. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
2: stinky tonight, baby, but I love it when you're stinky. Some of your dinner slipped down into your lunchbox, babe, but I love peanuts,
0: too.